Today's episode is sponsored by Bush Bomb. Now, you know me and Brie love Bush Bomb. We sell the shit out of it. So we have decided to work with Bush Bomb to create a Waxing Leos bundle. This is myself and Brie's top sellers, including the Nude Oil, Bermuda Oil, Nude Scrub, Bermuda Scrub, and both of their nourishing body washes. This is a $400 investment into your business that can make you $800. Guys, this is going to take your $50 Brazilian to $100 Brazilian. If you're not retailing Bush Bomb, I don't know what you're waiting for. Definitely log on to their wholesale site and check out our Waxing Leos bundle today. What is up, you guys? You are listening to the Waxing Leos podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Mariah. And I'm Bree. Today, we have a super special guest in studio. Miss Kel. Period. Can I call you Kel? Yeah. Okay. Or my skinsta. Or my skinsta. Whatever works. Love it. Um, At my dot skinsta. Mm-hmm. I love oh, it that you have it memorized. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so, Kel, the first thing that I always ask um, everyone that comes on our podcast is kind of just like give us a, a brief roadmap of, you know, you and how you got to where you are because she's very successful um, here in Indy. In a short amount of time. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. So it's actually kind of interesting because going into aesthetic school, I had no vision at all. Really? What made you go? Because Okay. I had just moved back from L.A. Oh, Obviously, I didn't know this. nothing great came from that but experiences like you cannot survive there I was working three jobs grandma's still helping me pay rent here and there and I just got to I'm like naturally independent because Mm -hmm. my mom was a single mom raised us and she had a salon so I'm like oh I don't like I, I don't like asking for help yeah so it just got to a point one day where I'm like, if I can't do this like on my own out here, then I need to go home. Mm-hmm. That's very responsible of you. So you're yeah. from Indiana then? Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Born and raised. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was working at a steakhouse and at first I really liked it. The money was great. But I had gotten moved up really quickly. Mm-hmm. And some of the other older servers that have been waiting to be promoted was not very happy about that. So once yeah. I got promoted, all hell broke loose. It was a very toxic, negative environment. And I was mm-hmm. like, I need to get out of here. So I was like talking to my mom about things. I went to an appointment with her to get her Botox. Um, it was just at your standard plastic mm-hmm. surgeon mm-hmm. place, but there was an esthetician there. And she was like, oh, we need help. We need help. So I'm like, what do you mean help? Like, what's an esthetician? And She's like, yeah, if you were to go to school, like, we would hire you on. So I was like, cool, I'm doing that. Literally enrolled. <laughs> I'm dead. She's like, all right, but say less. <laughs> so that's how that kind of happened. I was like, great. And, and in my head in school, I'm like, oh, I already have a job. Like, it right. is what it is. You're just sailing. So where did you go to beauty school? Tricochi. Oh, okay. Tricochi University. Mm-hmm. How was it for you? I actually liked it. And I know a lot of people, like, there's a lot of mixed I reviews. Hear, yeah, I was going to say, I hear mixed reviews about them. The one thing I would say is it's extremely unorganized. They never have products, supplies, mm-hmm. and then expect us to do, you know, right. get our mark-offs and stuff. Right. But I feel like if it's your, if you have a good instructor, mm-hmm. 
I feel like that makes all the difference because there were right. some instructors that would just be in their car eating the whole time or what? on the phone. I heard the instructors weren't great there at Trichochi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's sad. Yeah, it sucks. I feel like most beauty schools have a high turnover rate for instructors. Definitely. Yeah, that's kind of our problem, I think, in Indiana. Yeah, for sure. And it's actually even more funny because you know how, like, it, the first three months, it's just, like, the in-class yeah, book work. Theory. Yeah, Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we were doing facials on each other, and I honestly hated doing and getting facials. So the really? fact that that's what? all I do now is that like, is wild. <laughs> so what did you like in beauty school? I was just kind of trying to figure it out. I always imagined myself like doing lashes and makeup, yeah. and I did take a lash course RSs too. Yeah, for real, dude. Yep. I like while I was in my lash training, lash, already yeah. paid for and everything. I was like, yeah, I'm not coming back to the second day. <laughs> like fuck. this is it. Like <laughs> I was like, damn, my hands are shaky and shit. I can't do this. Oh so, yeah, Ugh. I just couldn't do it. But what really did it for me is because, of course, I was still posting about it. Like, oh, come in, get yeah. your facials, whatever. And I had this, I guess, young man. He played basketball with my brother. Mm-hmm. He had really, really bad acne, like primarily mm-hmm. in his forehead. So, and he wanted it cleared. So he started coming bi-weekly. And at this point, I'm just like looking at the back of the bottle to see like what's for acne. Like, right, yeah, right. Not anything in depth at all. You know, choosing retail off the wall that I think might work for him. And then one time he came in and his skin was clear, like clear, clear. And I'm like, oh, my God, what have you been doing? Where'd you go? Did you go to a dermatologist? Like, your Mm -hmm. skin looks great. And he came in with his girlfriend and they're looking at me like, You dumb bitch, I came here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They're like, what? I'm like. Like, we, I did that. And they're like, yeah, like, everything you've said so far, like, has worked. Like, his skin is so great. And then that's when the moment, that was the moment where I was like, okay, if I literally was just winging this, like, essentially not caring, Mm -hmm. like, imagine what I could do if I really took it serious. Right, for sure. And then that's when it kind of, my instructor told me I did enough facials for two students in school. So I'm, you kind of just, like, after that, you, like, fell in love with it. And you were like, all right, everyone's yep. getting a facial. <laughs> Come over. And that's all I ever booked. Like, when Damn. I graduated, like, I still had, like, appointments. Wow. And I was like, I don't even know, like, where I'm going yet. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to do. But I barely did any waxing, any makeup applications. Mm-hmm. It got to a point where my instructor, plus I had, I got really grateful or, like, lucky with my instructor because she would just say just like put a strip of wax on my arm and rip it off and then we're gonna count it yeah yeah so okay everything was kind of like a miracle where did you where'd you work right after school I started out in my mom's salon okay and that's another thing when people ask me like how did you do it I kind of had like a slight advantage because I didn't just go straight into booth renting Mm -hmm. Paying 150 a week. Like, my mom was charging me, like, $25 a week. Yeah. Then she would up it to 50 mm-hmm. when she saw I was getting busier. But even then, that's not realistic yeah. in this industry. Yeah. Right. So once I felt—oh, that's the other thing. My mom's salon is, like, 35 to 50 minutes away from my clients. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I knew for a fact that I had to get to Indy because she's in Anderson. Oh, gotcha. Oh, yeah. So— okay. About six months of working with my mom, 
I then got a salon loft and I split that with a girl mm-hmm. for a year. COVID hit. I worked out of my friend's barbershop. This this always sounds so like ghetto when I say this. Wow, but it, is. <laughs> it wasn't like in his barbershop. It's a huge building. The back part is a barbershop. And then the front end is a full like salon. Suites. Yeah, I feel like that's how a lot, like uh, in Fort Wayne, that's how all the barbershops are. They have like, mm-hmm. se- like a designated like facial area or whatever. Mm-hmm. Not even that. I There's like, there's one barbershop where like the whole back is a salon. Mm-hmm. But the front's a barbershop. Yep, exactly. So, so I had all my stuff like tucked away. The only reason, and I liked it there. It was cool. The only reason I was like, had such a, sense of urgency to get out of there was Mm -hmm. because the barbershop culture versus like salon facial culture are totally different so some of his clients would come back with red solo cups talking about what's up what are y'all doing and (laughs) what's good (laughs) yeah and like some of my clients are cool with that I have a very diverse clientele but some clients would be like uncomfortable yeah. and you can see that. Yeah. So I was like, okay, this isn't going to work. And that's when I started reaching out to different real estate agents, different brokers. Mm-hmm. Like no one would answer the phone because again, COVID. Feels. But I finally found this guy named Hamada and then he helped me find where I'm currently at now. So. And do you love it or do you hate it? I like having my own space. I like having a do you storefront. Like, do you like where you're at though? Yeah. I think the the problem that I have is Broad Ripple is, well, I mean, they're trying to change it now, but it's, like, historical. It's old. Yeah, like, that's yeah. the thing. I feel like, like you're always having fucking problems always, in your space. Yeah. Always. Like, water, heat, yes. power. And it's, like, that takes the fun out of going to work when you're, like. Right. What am I going to walk into today? Mm-hmm. Like, there is a time I didn't have running water. My landlord's living his best life in Mexico or something. <laughs> right, literally. <laughs> and I text him and I'm like, hey, like my water is not working. And he's like, oh, okay. I'm in Mexico right now. Like we'll <laughs> deal with it when I get back. And I'm like, no. I have clients. And now though, like I don't have the type of business I can just flip the sign and be like, we're closed. Yeah. Right. Also, like part of our like regulations, we have to have running hot water. And I've been through all that with yeah. him. Like, so like, and that's the thing. Like, I know I have a friend who has a tattoo shop and her landlord, she was like, yo, like they have a leaking window or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like legally they can't operate because of it. And she's like, you can like take that rent off then for how many days we cannot operate. You're going to take that shit off because I'm losing money. And he was like, no, nope, that's not my problem. I'm like, damn bitch. Oh, at this point I just pay whatever rent I feel I like want doing. to. <laughs> yeah. No, because one time. I don't like, fucking blame you. The heat, it was so cold. Just this past winter, I had to buy two space heaters. They Fuck were that. both $100, so I just took 200 off my rent, and they didn't say anything. Wow. Because I had already been complaining about it being Good. so cold. Right. So I think at that point, they were just like, okay, whatever. Like, just <laughs> let her have it. So that's my only issue with the place. If everything were top tier and good to go, mm-hmm. I would probably stay there, maybe not forever, because I do eventually want you know, in individual rooms yeah. with, you know, employees, things like that. I was going like to say, that. is that, do you want to be, like, uh, do you always want to have clients or do you want to get to a point where you're just, like, a like business owner? Business owner. And I just kind of want to oversee everything. Yeah. yeah. It's so nerve-wracking, though. 
It I is. Think about because that's ultimately I think like our goals too. But I'm just like, oh my god, I don't know. I can't imagine not having clients because I do love it, and mm-hmm. I, I know you do too. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm like, maybe I'll just have like a few that I really like. <laughs> I don't know, or I'll just charge like crazy yes amount. Oh, I think I'll be like 120 dollars for your pussy to get waxed by me. <laughs> Period. <laughs> as you cut down days, though, that'll start to happen. You yeah, know, because I'm down to taking clients. I only take clients three days a week, and so yeah. it like forces my clients that I really love to see or like are really committed to me Mm -hmm. to like show up to their appointments, stay on my schedule, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. How's your availability now, Kel? Because I know for a while you were like, yeah, too fucking booked. Oh my God. And you were like, stop messaging me if I have appointments available because I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, damn. (laughs) Yeah. Last year was a huge learning curve and I had never been that booked before. So I never knew to like, oh, turn your books off so people aren't booking out the whole year. Yeah. But there was a point in time where I was booked out for three or four months at a time. Oh, God. So much anxiety. It was so terrible because people would, you know, say it's May. People would be like, hey, in July, we're doing this and this. And I'm like, yeah, I already have six clients that day. I can't go. Yeah. And then not only that, they would book so far in advance that come time their appointment, they no-show because they forgot they booked the appointment. That's what Mm -hmm. killed me. That's, That's yep, I feel that shit. That's why now I, people can only book, I think it's 45 days in advance with us. I, I think I'm the same. Because I'm like, because I was 90 days, but then like people would be like. I want to do that. Yeah, people would be like, oh, um, yeah, my blah, blah, blah has a birthday party this day. And I'm like, I can't fucking go. I'm like, I already even booked. And that's like really yeah. fucking annoying. So like I could never plan shit. And then people would fucking no show me. And I'm like, I could have gone to the fucking birthday party. <laughs> but you, ugh. Like it was just stupid shit. But yeah, so I think, I think. That's also, I think, everyone's learning curve, though. Like, Mm -hmm. when you first start a business, obviously, you want as much availability as possible because you want to take in as many people as possible. And then you get burned. (laughs) And then you're like, like, okay, (laughs) never mind. Yeah. We're going to reel her in. Yeah. What about your, like, no-show policy and stuff? Has that, like, evolved or did you already have one, like, from day one? Oh, I had one from day one. Smart. For sure. I think that's another advantage from your mom having a salon. You probably already knew, like, some of the salon culture shit. Yeah, definitely. But the other issue with that was when I would go to charge the no-show fee mm-hmm. and the card declined. Bro. That's when I started doing the payment up front. And then I also knew that that was going to weed out people oh, for who sure. are serious. Because if I'm serious about something, I don't care how much I need mm-hmm. to put down. Even deposits but, weed people out. Mm-hmm. Like a hella. Yeah. So that really, really helped. Like right now, I just have a steady schedule. Mm-hmm. Just regular. I have like gaps in my day and like people Which are is like, nice. oh, that sucks. And I'm like, it really doesn't suck for me. Like, well, and it's time for you to like recoup. And also like, I feel like with facials, especially, I like having like a moment like after to kind of just be like, okay, let me like regroup. Just whatever. to like stand up and stretch your legs because your yeah, ass be hurting. Bro, because like mm-hmm. with waxing... Because of how fast the turnover is, I have no problem because it's just like, okay, bye. And then I like bring in another person. But with facials, like you get in this mode where you got to relax and you're talking about their specific skin and like what they need and da da da. And I feel like it takes, I know it sounds backwards, but it takes more energy for me to do a facial than it does for a wax. Agreed. Like, because you're touching them and literally you're like absorbing all of that mm-hmm. energy and it's. I don't think people understand just how deep, like, Bro. touching someone's head goes. Literally. <laughs> to Literally. Their brain. And not only that, but, like, 
I'm, I mean, I know your facials are kind of like how I do mine. Like, mine aren't super, like, they're not like the Woodhouse where, like, the lights are dimmed all the way. In a row. Like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, I'm here to correct your fucking face, you know? Like, you're going to tell me what you don't like, and I'm going to see what I can do to fix it. And so, with that, I feel like a lot of people talk the whole time. Mm-hmm. So then... It's an hour of a therapy session, like low-key. I am a therapist. Uh, I just need the what the bro, certification literally. now. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. And so it's like, that's also fucking draining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And then I'm like, okay, well, see you next month. <laughs> Do you guys have clients that you have to, like, intentionally put at the end of the day? Yep. Because yeah. they are so... Or I'll intentionally block a out a gap after <laughs> them. Uh, literally. Yeah. I'll be like, and I'm going to take my lunch after them so I can just unwind. Yeah. Just for a second. And that's important for, like, anyone listening that's new. Like, it's great to get people in and back to back to back. But, like, you have got to give yourself a little bit of grace or you'll get burnt out so quick. I think a lot of people view our jobs as just fun. Yeah. It's fun. It's beauty. It's skin, whatever. Yeah. Like it's, it's so fun. And I'm like, it's fucking draining. Well, and it's still a business and like, we're all solo people. Like we don't have receptionists, mm-hmm. like DMs, calls, texts, reschedules, Everything's it, bills, all of that just runs through you and it, it can be exhausting. It fucking is exhausting. It's not. It can be. It is. Period. It is exhausting. So, what's your what's your next step with top tier aesthetics? Honestly, did you see Ashley or Black Label yes. Aesthetics yes. is doing that beauty school? Yes, I love it. I'm gonna do that because her and I are really good friends, and we've talked about like me needing a rebrand mm-hmm. and just kind of starting from scratch For again. Sure. Not that I forgot everything or I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Yeah. But, like, where I'm at right now just doesn't seem like— It doesn't feel authentic to you? Not anymore. Like, Mm -hmm. something about it is just, like, not fun. And I hate to say that because it could be taken Nah, bro. It's it's the truth. We're all about authenticity on here. Yeah. So, I'm definitely taking her course. Mm -hmm. I want a rebrand. And I'm going to go ahead and put this out there because I highly doubt— my web designer guy is going to be listening to this. I doubt this. it. But it's like I specifically asked him for an online store. Bro, I remember you fucking going through the <laughs> shits with this guy. <laughs> he did nothing, like nothing that I asked for. And the chick before fucked you over, your assistant or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck. It's just like, been a this lot. This bitch cannot catch a break. <laughs> and it was all like back to back to back. And just like I was telling Ashley, because we were just talking recently and I... And I don't like to use these words because it's just not who I am. Mm-hmm. But I truly feel like I have, like, given up. Yeah. Like, you can tell through my social media presence. Like, I don't post anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not really active on there because I'm just, like, I'm, like, a very much, like, a blueprint person. Yeah. And if things are not going exactly how I planned, it just— Do you think the reason you're feeling that way is you feel lost? Do you feel kind of, like, lost in it? You're just, like, not— yeah, I guess like that you could just be a good know your, You just don't know your place right now type shit. Like, you know what you want, obviously, in the long term, because you just said you would like to have a business where you have mm-hmm. rooms and shit. So you know your long-term goals. Mm-hmm. Maybe you just feel lost. You're, like, in the interim section, which I know I felt that way uh, for, like, probably six months. I was like, what the fuck do I do? And then finally I was like, fuck it. I'm going to sign this lease on this new place. I was, like, 2,000 square feet or whatever, like, the newest building we're in. Mm-hmm. And then that, like, I had, like, a resurge of, like, 
I was like, okay, now I'm going to add a team and I'm going to like, it just. Yeah. I need that fire under my ass yeah, again. Like, yeah. I Cause don't I was have stagnant, bro. I was like, God, I was like, I, it was almost like I was just content. I was like, okay, like I, you know, I'm making decent money, like whatever. I have my clientele, but it wasn't exciting for me anymore. And then finally, when I signed that lease, I was like, okay, now I need to get like a fucking team. And that's the other thing is you are truly solo. You don't have a fucking team. Mm -mm. Right. So like I have other people that I can like talk to, bounce ideas off of. And as much as I think everyone loves to be a solo SD. It's hard. It's fucking depressing. It is. It's lonely, bro. (laughs) Like I love, I love after I have a fucking, like I can just have a client that I just want to vent about or whatever. I can literally just walk over to one of the bitches rooms and I'd be like, listen, I just have this fucking client. La, la, la. And like, I just need somebody that knows what I'm talking about right then and there. I don't want to have to text a friend and wait for them to respond. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's another thing. Like maybe once you have a fucking team, you can just be like, hey, like I'm this is how I'm feeling, whatever. So I was looking at, <clears throat> excuse me, a new space and mm-hmm. it was in Carmel and the price was great and everything. I had three different rooms and then out of nowhere, inflation hit mm-hmm. and it went from, I believe it was like $1,350 to like seventeen ninety, wow. and I'm just like, I don't really feel like it was worth that amount. Right. It is caramel though. It's tough. True. <laughs> it is caramel. Caramel is bougie. And I've hear I've heard you say a lot recently, like on stories, and I resonate a lot with it. That like it's not fun, and and I get it. Like I feel that mm-hmm. because. Of course, like, we love our jobs, and, like, I couldn't imagine doing anything else, but, like, sometimes running a business, like, it just takes it out of you. It's draining. And Mm -hmm. then you have clients or whatever, like, bullshit, like, no heat, all that stuff. Like, it really gets to you at the end of the day, and it's hard to, like, get through taking clients and, like, not bitch about that kind of stuff or, like— Exactly. Get on the stories and be like, hey, guys, what's up? Everything's just great. Everything's great. Mm -hmm. Nothing's wrong. But, you know, in reality, it's depressing. So do you go to therapy? No, but I really want to. Bro, like, I've been thinking about that. Fucking, like, every episode, I'm, like, bitching. Literally, Mariah, like, have you been going to therapy? I'm like, no. <laughs> like, I'm like, I, I just think that, like— I don't know. I think we all need therapy. <laughs> I do. No, Maybe I was just talking someone, to my boyfriend about that. Literally, I mean, for real. I hope a therapist listens to this and they're like, I'm going to become an esthetician therapist. <laughs> I will become a therapist only for estheticians. One of my clients is a therapist and I feel bad because sometimes I feel like I like therapize, use her knowledge. I do the same thing until a lot of in my, my service, clients. but I just like love her so much. But it's just like, I need to see a therapist for sure. Yeah. I started seeing, I saw one on Wednesday. Did you? Mm-hmm. How'd it go? A lot to work through, She's huh? like, bitch, you have so many problems. We're going to come back like, next oh. Wednesday. Uh, literally, I'm seeing her once a week. <laughs> but it's through Zoom, which makes it easier. Because that's the other problem is like, for us, we don't have fucking time. I don't have time mm-hmm. to drive somewhere, sit down for an hour, and then come back. And also, I don't want to do that. So like, um, what I'm doing with her, I just shortened my days on Wednesdays. And so I see her at 4 p.m. on Zoom. Just like wherever you are. Yeah. And it, I mean, it, it's like I'm her last client of the day, whatever. And then like, I don't have any clients after her. So it's not like I need to like regroup and pick myself up. I can just like be in my feels the rest of the day. That makes sense. Honestly, it is the shit. And like, I know, have you probably seen like ads for better help have you guys seen those mm-hmm. or whatever that's where i found mm-hmm. her i've heard some good I've, i mean i've heard good stuff about it well, honestly is maybe not, i should sponsor this podcast bro literally <laughs> but honestly like i mean it's not bad 
Well, shit. Like, for real, it is the shit. So, I want to ask, back to the whole room thing and, like, you expanding and, like, rebranding. Mm-hmm. So, like, are you planning to... Are you going to offer a course? Like, like I know you've, like, touched on it before. So, I actually did make modules for dermaplane, microneedle, and then briefly touched on chemical peels. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to do it this spring, this spring, this summer, this spring. But the closer it got to it, I was just kind of like, do I even really want to do this? Or is like everyone else wanting me to train them? Right. Right. And I kind of just got to a point where it's like, I just started looking around and it's like, okay, they grad an esthetician graduates, they go solo, they do good, and then the next step is they're an educator. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I don't want to just follow the the norm. The pattern. Yeah. That is like, fucking true. What you just said is pretty fucking accurate. Low yeah. Key. And it's like, I don't want to be that person. And then I've had a lot of good ideas, and I worked with three different people total last year who talked to talk talk the talk. You know, their Instagram feed looks like they're about that life. Mm-hmm. And when it comes time to execute, it's nothing. And no that action. was another thing that led to me kind of being like, uh, like kind of giving up in that mindset. Yeah. Which sucks. But no, like I was just telling Black Label Aesthetics, I'm like, yeah, I feel this way now, but this is not the end for me. Like, I've never been the type of person to just been like, F it, this is what it is. Like, I'm always going to get what I want. I've had a couple of stumbling blocks around, you know, along the way, mm-hmm. but that's life. Yeah. Um. But yeah, right now. Oh, yeah. And about the whole, like, this isn't fun. It's not fun with the new clients. Like, I don't know where these new clients are coming from. But my regulars are amazing. Yeah, I feel that. What's been going on with your new clients? They just, you don't feel like they respect you? Hmm, Well, okay, so this was someone just, what was this, Friday? First of all, she has been texting me all week up until her, basically three weeks up until I seen her again, I think Friday. About what? Like, oh, my God, my skin is so raw. I have these nodules everywhere. Like, I have cystic acne from chin to forehead, ear to ear. I don't know what's going on. Okay. I'm so scared. It's so painful. She comes in. She does not have, like, first of all, her skin is, like, glass. <sighs> these are one. the fucking most annoying clients of my life, bitch. <laughs> I literally just want to punch them. Okay. Glass skin. She had, like, a tiny little, like... Maybe would have been a cyst, but it was a like raw scab. Mm-hmm. Like she picked, picked it off, it. and I literally looked at her and I was like, "You like actually kind of had me anxious and like low key scared by yeah. your text." I'm like, "Not like I know I, I you're your biggest critic, and I'm not trying to invalidate how you feel because mm-hmm. I know acne sucks. I've been there. Yeah, but like your skin is not as bad as you think it is. And then I'll have clients with like the full blown grade." three, four acne, Mm -hmm. it'll improve a little bit. And they're like, look, it doesn't look that bad. And I'm like, I mean, I'm glad we're making progress. But it's like, I don't know. It's just things like that that bother me. The Oh, and then another thing she told me, because we had gotten her on a perfect regimen specifically for her. I asked her if she was still using it. And she's like, no, I just went back to CeraVe. (sighs) 
bitch. Doesn't that make you want to just like, you're like, why are you, why are we doing this? Why are you paying me money? I so, just don't understand. Then the one I had posted about when the girl was like, there's a dot on yes. my nose. I was tripping. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? That girl that was blowing her up and she had this nothing. I, I couldn't even see anything. And it's just like, what do you mean? And like my regulars don't do that. These are like the first and second time clients. Yeah. And I'm just like, why? Like, is your personal phone your business phone? Yeah. Damn, bitch. Yeah. You gotta change that shit right that, now. I did that That's when what I was says. First things <laughs> first. Download Google Voice. They should sponsor me. Download Google Voice. They'll yeah, it's issue free. you a number. It's a, it's its own app. They call you. Like, it'll call from that number. So, like, for example... Oop. For example, It'll be a designated number, but it's like a... So, just, like, if when that number... So, say if someone calls a naked pineapple, it pops up on my phone that the naked pineapple's calling me, and I know that means somebody's calling my business number. Yeah. Same thing with texting. It's its own texting app. You can even do it on the fucking computer or whatever. Like, that, honestly, was, like, my saving grace. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely have to do that. <laughs> because I have, like... <laughs> She's like, yep. <laughs> I don't know. I and would it just... makes it so much easier to keep track of shit. Like, if your client's yes. like, hey, I texted you. It's so much easier to go through and search Google Voice than being like, oh, let me search through all my fucking text messages. Well, and then you have people blowing you up at, like, 7, 8, 9, 10. I have Fuck had people that. send emails or texts at, like, 2, 3 a.m. before. All the time. Mm -hmm. I had one, this woman text me at, like, 11.30 at night and was like had gotten a Brazilian her first time and was like, hey, I was just making sure, is it okay if I, like, um, wipe my ass? And I, literally. And I was like, what do you mean? Is it okay if you can wipe your ass? Is this the first time you've wiped your ass today? And she was like, well, I just wanted to make sure it wouldn't irritate anything. And I was like, if you oh. take a shit, what are you supposed to do? Just walk oh. around with shit in your ass? Like, of course you can wipe your ass. Oh my like, God. you just, I don't know. And then, so then that was like my tipping point where I was like, I've got to get a fucking like business phone or I'm going to die. So, yeah. and then I can leave it there. That's my only thing with Google Voice and why I don't use it. Because then I can leave the spa phone at the spa. Mm -hmm. If I see like a notification in my thing, it's my OCD. Like I'm gonna want to check. I have it. mine turn to automatically turn off after a certain point. Like my notifications for it. So then you don't get notified. Yeah, that's smart. Because I'm the dumb my bitch that responds. Deal. I'll respond at eleven. <laughs> I'll be like, Hey, yes, you can wipe your butt. <laughs> I do that too, and then I'm like, Okay, I need to set a boundary because then they think it's, it's okay. Yes. And it's even harder when it's your regulars and you actually like them. Yeah. Because you're like, damn, I kind of see you as a friend. <laughs> Have you guys ever had a client that you didn't respond because it's late and then they send a question mark? All the time. And I think that's the rudest shit they could do. So rude. And I'm a fucking bitch back. Or like, hello, I, had, I left you a voicemail. Oh, hello. I had one chick when I was, this is like when all the shit was going on with my dog. And she messaged and I like canceled on her. And she's like, well, when are you planning on coming back? It's just your dog. Oh. And I literally Never responded. Never for you, honey. Literally, I responded because she was like, my legs are really hairy. I literally said, I responded, I said, fuck your legs. That's what I responded with because I was so fucking pissed. And it was like 8 p.m. I was like, fuck your legs. Hop I online mean, and yeah, book. Dogs are like children. And the people that don't understand that dogs are like, or Bro, any animal or like family yes. members, I think they're psychopaths. <laughs> no, I'm like, you literally kill people probably for a living. Like, oh my God. They are a little psychotic. But yeah, so I was a bitch. But okay, so back to... We get sidetracked a lot in our podcast. I'm sorry, Kel. That's a thing <laughs> That's okay. here. Um, but I want to talk about, so like, have you looked at any other places other than the Carmel location? Or did that kind of just discourage you and you were like... Well, I don't actually go on foot. I always hire um, 
Realtor. Either, yeah, a realtor, a team, a broker. Mm-hmm. And they seriously are the worst at communication. They really back. fucking are. I'm a I'm a bitch. I'm up my broker's ass. And then some of my clients are in that field. And I'm like, okay, anywhere but downtown, please. Right. I don't like downtown because it's like congested, no parking. parking. Yep. And they're like, oh, I found this suite downtown. And I'm just like, Thanks. What the fuck did I say? Did you like not like? Also, those buildings are old, and you're just like, okay, then I'm back to dealing with the same bullshit I'm already dealing with. Yeah, fuck that. One broker, or she wasn't a broker. She was just an agent. She said, for everything you're looking for, you're gonna need to like build something. <sighs> That's my longest term goal. Like probably in ten years, I'll, or five, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I'll you're kind build. of building, like, because your expansion allows you to custom, like, you. Custom I did customize it, but. You know, like, I want my own standalone building. Got, um, I mean. I don't want to be in a business suite. I feel you. Yeah. Because parking's so fucking limited. Yeah. Like, we take up the whole parking lots. And now they're building a whole so other. many people there yeah, working there. Right. And now they're building a whole other building right next to us. So I'm like, oh, there's no okay. fucking parking. You stupid fucks. But whatever. But yeah. So, and I mean, honestly, and probably down in India, it's probably even more slim pickings. It like, is. Like, honestly, there's probably not shit down here. No one's going downtown anymore, in my opinion. Like, it kind of looks trashy. Like, I went to the mm. sugar factory last week. It was trash. That's what everyone said. And that's where I made my birthday reservation. Oh, I hope it's good yeah. for to cancel that. <laughs> it was not I went good. there the first day they opened and I liked it. But... It's because, like, they had all the people from, like, L.A. flew in to, like, train. So mm-hmm. I had, like, a server from, like, Vegas, and then I had another one from L.A., and they were dope. But, mm. I mean, they're not indie people. Listen, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. a big girl, and I like food. Like, I'll eat. Their food I was could okay. Not eat my food. I eat as well. I couldn't <laughs> eat my food. Food is so good. The food French fries love. were inedible. My drinks tasted nasty, and it was $40. And I literally only ate half my burger because I was starving. Cry. I couldn't even eat the other. So, you know, I don't but know about that. Downtown, I would never want to. I would not even go to a fucking salon, spa, or anything downtown, honestly, no. of Indy. Because I'd be like, the anxiety of just getting through the fucking traffic, I would be like, no, I will pay $100 more to go somewhere else. Yeah. That has a parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, low key. I need a parking lot. So, you have one. I know. That's what I'm saying. I need a parking oh, lot. Oh, I'm like, damn. I'm like, I love your salon location because you have a big ass parking lot. Okay, Kelsa, one thing that I ask all of our guests is, um, like, you are really successful. I think that in indie, you're definitely, like, someone that that wants to do facials. Like, people look up to you, and people learn a lot from you. So what would be, like, one piece of advice to someone that, you know, wants to get fully booked to your level? What What's just something you could share with someone that's fresh out of school? Mm. <clears throat> Excuse me, everyone. Sorry. <laughs> no, honestly, my biggest piece of advice, because a lot of what I see is when someone graduates, because obviously when we're in school, we're taught so many different things. So when they branch out on their own, they're a makeup artist, they're a lash tech, they do waxing, mm-hmm. body treatments, facials. I feel like people want to go to an expert. Yeah. And I feel like they want to go to someone who, like, this is what they do. This is what they know. I trust this person. So my advice is to find something you really, really like, whether that be facials, lashes, waxing, and yep. just do that. So specialize in something. Yeah, be, be like specialize in it. And not that you can't add something, you know, a year or two sure. down the line, 
But I do feel like that is why I got so booked so quickly is mm-hmm. because that's all I do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, honestly, if I were to, like, if I were to associate you with anything, I'd be like corrective skincare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That's essentially what I would think of. And, like, you've, in a great way, established yourself as being very knowledgeable in that field, not only with just, like, your infographics that you make, but, like, your before and after, like, your proof, you know? Yeah. yeah. So yep. props to you on that because— Thank you. I don't know anyone else in the that shows proof that they're doing that other than you. So. Bro. Snaps. Aww, I agree with that. Snaps. Heart, <laughs> I agree with mean that. that. <laughs> um, so tell the people where they can follow you on social media. What's your Instagram? Plug it. So my Instagram is my.skinsta, just like Insta. So S-K-I-N-S-T-A. I completely forgot the my, but M Y. Hopefully, everyone knows how to spell that. M Y. Period. Skinsta. Love yes. it. Well, thank That's you so me. much for taking your time out of your day to come to the studio. Yes, and it was an honor. I'm excited Woo! about this. Loved having you. <laughs> All right, guys. That's gonna wrap up today's episode, and we'll catch the vibe next time. Peace. Bye.